If only your father were here. I feel my own tears starting to fall. Just then, there's a gentle knock on the door. I squeeze my mom's arm one more time before getting up to answer it. When the door swings open, there's a white-haired man in head-to-toe black standing there, his tie blowing behind him, sunglasses planted on his face. He looks sad despite this imposing appearance. Alana, good. You guys are still here. I smile because I recognize this man. Hi, Gabe. Mom is in the other room. She's in a mood again. He sighs and nods at me. I can understand that. Believe me, I have a message for the two of you. I lead him inside the house, but I can't close the door. Before I can, there's a gunshot. I duck behind the door and peer around it, and I see them, thirty blue-shirted jerks storming toward the house. I slam the door and hit all seven locks. Mom, we've got company. My wings are unfurling already. She hears the panic in my voice and knows immediately I don't mean Gabe. She storms out the back door and her transformation is already beginning. Her clothes are shredding as she lets the dragon out. I hear the gunfire, but I'm confident she will get away. I know she'll get away. She's my mom. My parents have been in tighter fixes than this. For God's sake, fifteen years ago they stopped the world from ending. Gabe grabs my arm and holds me back, forcing me to watch as Mom is overtaken by twenty blue shirts. She puts up a good fight, trying to throw off as many as she can, dropping some into the canyon, barrel rolling to get them off. Then I hear an electric spark. She screams and drops, collapsing in the backyard. One of the blue shirts had a taser or something and was able to disable Mom. How could they do that to her? I open my mouth to roar, and Gabe immediately claps it shut. He wraps me up in his overcoat, struggling and fighting. When he pulls something out of his pocket, something that sounds like a cook pen, he clicks it once. The sounds around us disappear, replaced by the sound of nothing.